These are people who were making multiple five figures and possibly six figure months. One of the women actually asked, this was like going into the summer and a lot of us in there are moms as well. And one of them asked, hey, have you know, wh- where are you guys when it comes to your goals? Have you hit your, have you hit your, your projected income goals for the year? And most of the people in this group said no. Welcome to the Raising Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Yael Bendahan, founder of CEO Mom Academy, Mama 5, and lifelong reading addict. This podcast is here to empower moms to run their businesses and lives like the powerhouse CEO they are. I want you to believe that you can have the business success you desire and be present with your family and to give you my best tips and strategies for how to make that happen. I'll be sharing the honest reality of balancing motherhood and business models that work for you, marketing with simplicity, and the mindset of CEO Mom. Now, let's dive in. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome back to Raising Your Business. We had a short hiatus as we onboarded our CMA clients. I did my birthday sale and we had our first eighth grade graduate, which is emotional and overwhelming and exciting and all the things. And we are well into into parenting a teenager, which is an experience. It's a lot. And so we are definitely learning a lot about us as people, as parents, and it's definitely a learning experience for all of us. Anyway, I wanted to talk about banana. Okay, today we're talking about how to assess where you are when it comes to hitting your goals and how to plan for a successful Q3 and the rest of 2023. And my goal for you is to walk away with clarity on your year until now, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and Clarity on your next steps when it comes to hitting your goals for the rest of the year. And I'm also going to be sharing a special discount code for you to get my Summer Like a Boss workshop. I created this last year and I got rave reviews. And the goal of this workshop is to help you figure out how to create your minimum viable actions that you need to take every day to continue growing and managing your business and how to schedule your summer for fun and flow. Very often at this point of the year, I hear my clients say or even think to myself, I haven't hit my goals yet, or I haven't hit the specific income goal that I wanted to hit, or maybe I'm not necessarily on track. I'm not where I thought I would be at the beginning of the year. Now it's like the after June, so we were literally six months through the year. We are halfway through the year. And now what do I do if I feel like I'm behind? And I just wanted to share this quick story because I find it very interesting, and I think it's going to really reassure you that this is completely normal, and this is happening at every level. Back in 2021, I was in this incredible, I still am actually, in this incredible Voxer group chat with a bunch of women that I met in a high ticket program. And this was a group full of six and seven and close to eight figure business owners. This was not like just, this was not just a random group chat. This was like people who have a lot of experience. Okay. These are people who were making multiple five figures and possibly six-figure months, all right? One of the women actually asked, this was like going into the summer and a lot of us in there are moms as well. And one of us, one of them asked, hey, have, you know, wh- where are you guys when it comes to your goals? Have you hit your, have you hit your, your projected income goals for the year? Or have, you, or have you hit your goals in general? And most of the people in this group said no, okay? And maybe what this says about us that we are all immense overachievers, that's also very possible. But It's not that they were doing badly, but they really had certain things they wanted to do. And not everyone 
had just hit that. And that could have happened for many reasons. This could be um, because of family stuff that came up or that could be because of team members that were that that left and, and you weren't able to onboard new ones in time. There's so many possible reasons for you not necessarily to be where you want it to be. And really, the most important thing at this point, right, halfway through the year, if you're looking back at yourself for the first half of 2023 from January until June, is to really assess where you currently are and why you are currently here. Okay, so I want you to know that it is not just you. If you feel like you're behind, maybe you haven't been hitting your goals, it is not just you. And what you have done until now has zero, zero bearing on what you can achieve in the next six months. And I want to really reassure you of that. So I wanted to go through with you my personal questions that I ask myself when it comes to looking at previous quarters or the previous half of the year and when it comes to looking ahead at the next quarter or the next half of the year and making decisions accordingly. So feel free to grab a pen and paper and track along as we do this because you might want to pause and journal this out for yourself. Or if you want to just listen through, I know I like to listen through to something all the way before going back and doing the work, but I highly recommend you do this. Just go out to a coffee shop, plug this into your ears and just take half an hour to do this little assessment for yourself. Okay, so here are a few questions that I like to ask myself about previous quarters or previous time periods. Number one is, what has worked so far this year? Very often, we tend to look at what didn't work first. That's our first inclination, is what didn't work? Why am I not where I wanted to be? And what I want you to first write down is, what did work? What did you enjoy? What, you know, what launches worked really well? What offers sold really well? What sales mechanisms worked for you? Did you discover a new type of content you loved creating? What worked well for you? Okay. What did you try that you really enjoyed? I know like just now I did in June, I did the standout for the summer challenge all about creating your signature framework. And I enjoyed that so much. I love that I did this challenge. I love that I did the t the VIP tier with the live coaching and the telegram chat. Like I enjoyed that so much. And I looked at that launch as hugely successful. And it's something that I want to do again and again. I love that format. It's not something I can do again on a regular basis because it requires a lot of live um, time with me. But it's definitely something I want to incorporate into my marketing strategy at least once or twice a year. Another thing I really enjoyed that I started doing this year was breath work. I, I remember actually, uh, I've been learning this from my friend Alessandra. And what I, I actually did this amazing breath work during my launch for uh, CEO Mom Academy. And I did it as I was falling asleep. So I was like breathing it in. I think it was um, rewiring expectations, something about that. And, and I was just like, I don't know. I just fell asleep. And I woke up the next morning and I'm writing my email for that day because I was really writing my emails in the moment for this launch. It was not like super planned ahead. I'd planned like the overall structure, but I had not written all the content. I was really writing it very much like in the moment live. And I remember sitting there writing the email and I suddenly felt this wave of immense gratitude and like neutrality come over me. I was just, I think I was getting ready for like day two of the framework challenge, the stand up for the summer challenge. And I all of a sudden looked at my list of all the people who had joined the challenge. And I looked at the list of all the amazing people who joined the VIP. And I just felt so much gratitude. I felt so much gratitude for the fact that I was, I think it was like over 160 people joined the free challenge. And we had like 25 people in the VIP. And I just felt so much joy and love and 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 happiness 
for those people. And I remember feeling so good about it. That really, really, that was like the morning after this night, this breath work at night. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to do this every single night. I love this feeling. So I really enjoyed incorporating breath work um, into my day, first thing in the morning or last thing before I go to bed. What am I most proud of? Okay, so that's another question I want you to ask yourself. What am I most proud of myself for doing? Maybe you went out of your comfort zone. Maybe you took action. I am super proud of myself for launching this podcast. After talking about this podcast for two years, I'm really proud of myself that I actually went out of my, I literally just did it. I just took action, even though it wasn't perfect. I did not do it perfectly. I'm not completely on a very super consistent schedule yet because I'm still getting the hang of it and getting into the flow. But I took action and I just made it happen. Okay, I'm really proud of myself for that. I'm proud of myself for doing that whole challenge. And honestly, like it was not easy because, um, I I had a long-standing team member that was with me from 2020, and she left um, my company in April after the end of April, and so this was like it was new doing doing a project with with a new team member, and it was just it was a different experience. And I'm just proud of myself for making this happen. What worked so far this year, and what are you most proud of in the past quarter, in the past six months? Where did you go out of your comfort zone? Where do you take action? Okay, so that's the second question I want you to ask yourself. What am I most proud of? this year or this quarter. The third question I want you to ask yourself is where might have I have fallen short and why? Okay. And I want you to be brutally honest with yourself. Okay. Where was there friction? Where did you fall short in your business, in your taking action? And why did that happen? So I know, for example, I know like in 2022, I definitely fell short on selling consistently because I went through in an episode of depression from about March until close to the fall. Okay. So I, and I know that about myself and I'm not making myself wrong or bad for that happening. It was not an easy year. Okay. But I recognize, okay, that, that I know I need to stay, I I need very much stay on top of my mental health. I know the reason why. And the thing is, if you just beat yourself up and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Why didn't I, you know, I, I, I should have done more. I should have sold more. I should have gotten more clients, whatever. If we just beat ourselves up about it, it is so not constructive. However, if we can say, here's where I did fall short. Here's where I intended to do this and I didn't do that. And here's why. Maybe it was mindset. Maybe it was imposter syndrome. Maybe I, I, I got criticism from a certain area and, and, it, and it made me just, just ostrich. I put my head in the sand and be like, I don't want to show up because I'm embarrassed. So that is, that's what I would say. Is I think that we very often tend to look at maybe where we have fallen short, but without actually digging into the reasons behind it. And if we just look at, oh, I failed here. I didn't do well here without actually like wondering why this happened. Honestly, then what was the point of you going through that? And I I do the same thing when it comes to launches. If you feel like you have a failed launch, so to speak, you, like a failed launch is not really a fail because what it does is te- is give you data and it gives you information. Okay, you can learn just as much from a failed launch, from a failed launch, so to speak, from a non-successful launch as a very successful launch. Same goes in general. When you feel like you may have like not done as well as you wanted to do, if you dig into the reasons why and and look for um commonalities and and common threads and and patterns and things like that, that is where that is where you are really going to see the growth, and that is where you can actually like take these actual lemons and make it into beautiful lemonade. And we're in the summer now. So this is like a very apt comparison. Where this, The third question is, where might you have fallen short and why did that happen? And what can I do? 3B is, what can I do to actually change that? What can I, what steps can I take to make sure that doesn't happen again? Or what steps can I take to make sure I don't, I don't fall short next time on this specific thing? 
So that is the next question I want you to ask yourself. And last of all, what is your biggest takeaway from last quarter? Now, for me, I know that my, what I realized was that I need to pivot my business to a certain extent. I realized that some of my messaging was off for some of my offers. I have a lot of takeaways from last quarter and I'm actually, and I'm not going to share all of it now. I'll be sharing it as I retool things out. I might do like a, a masterclass on this or some sort of like free sort of like open forum. Here's where I am right now. Here's what I'm changing and here's what I want to do about it. But I will say that I realized that a bunch of stuff in my business were not set up to give me the schedule that I needed based on where my family is right now. Okay, my family schedule has changed. My kids are older. Things are different. And so I know that I needed to, ch- I need to change some things, some realities about doing, about doing live calls at certain times or incorporating live calls into different programs and which programs are right for which people at which stage and how much support am I giving in each program? There's a lot of stuff that I've actually like really come to terms with. And it's, and it's some of it is like hard. It's hard to let go of stuff that's been working. And some of it is exciting. Look at what worked. And like maybe if things weren't working, maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe you were trying to sell something that like you were told you should sell, but you just didn't, you weren't enthusiastic about it. You just didn't enjoy it. And so maybe you're just not, maybe you're not selling things. Maybe you're not selling things because maybe you're not showing up and selling because you don't even enjoy what you're doing. That is something to think about too, right? Look at like your last quarter, just do a little brain dump of everything that happened and what can you notice from that? What are your biggest takeaways? So that is, these are the questions I want you to ask yourself and this is really great to do some journaling around. And then once you know the answers to these questions, you can now take steps to make plans for your next quarter, for your next six months. Hello, my friend. If you feel like you're already drowning in summer exhaustion, snack requests, and zero downtime, snag my Summer Like a Boss workshop. The Summer Like a Boss workshop will help you quickly and with ease define your family's ideal schedule, identify your needle-moving business activities, and help you plan a summer that's leveraged for business growth and family quality time without too many meltdowns. As a VIP podcast listener, you can grab $10 off the workshop with the code PODCAST10. That's podcast 10 and make sure to tag me on Insta when you watch it with your biggest takeaway. Just go to yaelbendan.com slash summer or click the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Okay, so now that we have all the answers to these questions, now we're clear on what worked, what didn't, why things worked, why they didn't work. Now we can make a plan, okay? And so when I'm planning, the first thing I'm going to do is look at my schedule for the upcoming quarter. For, I mean, I actually did this for the rest of the year. I blocked off all the important dates for the rest of the year. Okay, so for me, I'm looking at, I have a week of vacation from July 30th until the end of that week. Then I'm also going away towards the end of August. We're going to London for my nephew's bar mitzvah. So I'm going to be going away for a few days there. We also have the high holidays coming up about halfway through September and then all the way until the end of the first week of October. We have Hanukkah in December. Like there's a bunch of things that are happening. And so I wanted to make sure to block off any um, important dates that I needed to. Like I need to know I cannot be launching during this time. I have to cut down on client delivery during this time. Like I can't have any live calls. Oh, I'm, I'm going away in November. I'm going to be doing an in-person event. And I'm going to be talking a little more about that in, in, in a few minutes. I'll be doing an in-person event in Florida. And then I'm going to my mastermind event right afterwards in Florida. So that's going to be really cool. So basically, I 
looked at my schedule and I blocked off all the important dates. So you can do this a quarter at a time. You can do this six months at a time. I did this six months at a time because I had to make some plans for some offers that I was putting out and I wanted to make sure that I could fit them in in the right in the right places. Okay. So that is the first thing. So look at your schedule and block off all your most important dates, dates that you absolutely cannot work, dates that you might be able to work but less and look at that schedule. Now for the summer. So for example, my daughter at the time of this recording is finishing daycare in two days. So I have literally two more days to batch out all the podcast episodes that I want to do this summer. And, and then like, that's pretty much it. Now I actually plan to toilet train her over the next two weeks. And she preempted me by just deciding to toilet train herself. And I actually have an, an upcoming episode, like literally about this, like lessons, mindset lessons I learned from my three-year-old about, you know, about throughout her toilet training. And, and it's just really, really funny because I was like, okay, I will, I will toilet train her in the next, in the two weeks when she finishes daycare and then we're going to go away on our family vacation and it's going to be great. Yeah. But she did that herself. So basically now I have to look at my summer schedule and figure out like, when am I going to work? What are going to be my work hours? I will probably not be able to do any live recording of anything. I maybe will be able to record reels or TikToks or something. I'll just have to do it with my kids around. But I know that, for example, like prepping now for the upcoming six weeks or so, I have to make sure that all podcast episodes are done so that I am able to just promote whatever I've already done and not have to actually show up live and record because I know it'll be interrupted about 500 times if I try to do this with kids around. Okay. And so that is like looking at important dates and like also like levels of work availability. The next thing I want you to do is decide on your primary goal. Okay. So I do this like a quarter at a time and I'll even break it down by month. So I know that, for example, throughout the summer, I have a bunch of options. You can have a primary goal of audience growth. You can have a primary goal of sales or a primary goal of launching. So for me, summer is going to be primarily audience growth and behind the scenes selling. And I'm actually launching something in September, but I'm going to be selling spots in my um, Q4 Momentum Mastermind, which will include the in-person event. And, and that is I'm going to be having sending private invites to people who I think would be a really good fit and then talking about it more publicly. But it's going to be primarily audience growth and nurturing and prepping, um, like kind of setting the stage for my launch coming in September. Okay, so that is, um, again, number one, look at your schedule and block off your important dates. And number two, decide on your primary goal, whether that's audience growth, sales, launching systems, whatever that is. Then figure out how you're going to know that you are accomplishing the goal, right? How are you going to quantify whether that goal is being accomplished? If it's audience growth, it's pretty simple. My email is growing by X amount per week or per month. I've hit Y amount of sales in, in July. So that is how you'll know you're accomplishing the goal. And you can break down your sales goal by week if you want and be like, am I on track to hit my goal? Whatever. You can break your audience goal down by week. It's totally up to you. Then what will I be promoting? Okay. Like I just said, Literally what I just said, I'm maybe promoting my Summer Like a Boss workshop. I will be talking about my upcoming Q4 mastermind and maybe some like also talking about CMA because I will be opening it up again for a short period of time in August um, for CEO Mom Academy because this is going to be the last six months that I'm going to be offering this level of support in CEO Mom Academy and then the container for it is shifting. So I want to give people a chance to jump in until I literally close the doors at the end of, at the end of January 2024 for this current container. So if you've thought about joining CMA and you want to know more about it, I want to get this ridiculous um, level of support for a ridiculous investment, then shoot me a message and we can chat about it. But I'll probably be sharing more some behind the scenes of what's going on CMA, questions people are asking, when's they're having. So I know I'm promoting essentially, number one, 
my um, Summer Like a Boss workshop because that's very timely. Number two, my Q4 Momentum Mastermind. And number three, CMA, just a sort of like seeding the offer, talking about it. I'm literally telling you guys what I'm doing. Like, you're listening to me and you will see me doing this. Um, like, I'm not trying to hide this. I want to be completely transparent with you. This is what I'm selling, okay? And it's going to be a, a relatively chill, like, back-end sales situation. It's not going to be, like, hardcore launching because it's summer and I can't do hardcore anything in the summer, okay? Then, do I have time for other projects? I actually, I want to do an entire episode on this, on cash injections versus dishwasher assets or laundry assets. And basically the difference is cash injections is I'm going to sell this thing right now and make money. And a dishwasher asset or a laundry asset is what I, is my name for assets in your business that once you build them, they just keep on giving. You turn on, load your dishwasher and turn it on and it's an initial investment of time, but then it's washing your dishes while you're doing other things. And I call, um, I call these kinds of things dishwasher assets. So evergreen funnels, automated email sequences, things like that. Are you, can you build those kinds of assets, sales assets that can sell for you? make you money, grow your list, all that kind of stuff while you're doing other things. So summer is time that I need to scale back a little bit. So my main focus this summer is going to be prepping for my end of summer giveaway, which is once I do the invitations and once I figure out the details, it's going to be primarily admin that my assistant can manage and getting my weekly newsletter up and running and of course selling those back end spots in my mastermind. I also have a really good idea for a private podcast series, like a limited edition private podcast series. And I'm really excited about it. But again, I don't know if I'll be doing it during the summer. Maybe I'll take a day or two away. I don't know what's going to happen. But I, if I can manage to record this private podcast in the evenings or whatever, I, maybe, I, maybe I might, I'll be in London. Maybe I'll do that while I'm away. I don't know. But it's not something I'm going to be stressing about. And that's something I'm going to be pushing myself to do throughout the summer. Because again, it is, it is a very busy time. And I do not want to be working while my kids are on top of me. It's annoying. And it's not how I want to spend my time with my kids. Okay? And I'm actually batch recording this podcast and a few other podcasts this week. My goal is to have all my podcasts for the rest of the summer done by Friday. And it is Tuesday today. So like, I know I'm not gonna be able to do a lot of recording while my kids are home. I know I'll be interrupted a million times and I don't wanna feel that level of frustration. You have to really adjust your expectations. And I do have another episode coming up about that, about managing your time as a busy mom and a business owner. And a lot of it is managing your expectations, okay? If you want to take some time, you can do this too. You can be like, okay, I know I want to get X done. So I'm going to get a babysitter for a day. Or I'm going to ask my parents to watch my kids or whatever and go away, go to a friend's house, lock yourself in a room. I literally, sometimes I just go to my parents' house. They live across the street from me and I will go to my parents' house, go into an empty room there because there's a lot of empty rooms and just sit and record stuff because I know I will not be interrupted over there. If you can do that, all the better. I mean, you can go to a co-working space. There's a lot of possibilities for you. And if you want to record any sort of longer form content, the more you can batch out, the better, honestly. And I know that when I had my baby, I was able to do a lot less batching. I'd do a lot more stuff like in the moment because I had to grab opportunities while she was napping or while I had her in the baby carrier and she was napping or just generally while she was sleeping because it's hard to do things with a little baby or uh, even a crawling baby. That's even harder. Newborns are actually relatively easy compared to older children and toddlers. So again, so going back over all of this, going back over this planning, you're going to, first of all, look at your schedule and block off all your important dates. Then you're going to decide on your primary goal. Is it audience growth? Is it sales? Is it launching something? Is it nurturing? And then how are you going to know you're accomplishing your goal? What are you going to be promoting? Decide what you're going to be promoting. It's going to be anything that's on Evergreen, anything that's just ongoing you can promote. Or are you launching certain spots for a certain offer? Or are you launching a specific uh, workshop or a course or, or a coaching program, whatever that is? 
do you have time for other projects? So do you have time to create some of those laundry assets, the dishwasher assets in your business? Generally for me in the summer, the answer is going to be no. And I might do that more maybe in Q4. I'm going to be doing some prepping for a Black Friday sale, but then I'm going to be mostly doing, having downtime and prepping for a December launch once my once September's over. And and also, can you can you batch record anything? Can you batch create anything during any specific times? Maybe you have one day a week where your spouse is home and they can take over for you so you can go off and work. Maybe you know that you will have to wake up early or you'll just stay up later. I know in the summer, the majority of my work will get done in the evening and that's just how it is because I have a daughter who does not nap and my kids are home all day. The truth is that I have to really adjust my expectations about how much work I can actually get done. I'm a three. I'm an overachiever. Um, I'm a three Enneagram three. Sorry. I'm an overachiever, right? So I'm always pushing to do more and more, but I also have ADHD and I get very easily distracted and kids are very distracting. I need to make sure and you need to make sure to adjust your expectations, but you absolutely can get stuff done. And for me, as far as I'm concerned, it's knowing what my needle moving activities are. When I sit down to work every day, if I have an hour, if I have two hours, if I have half an hour, I need to know exactly what needs to happen in that half an hour, in that 60 minutes, whatever it is, that will move the needle for me and that only I can do. And so I just want you to feel reassured. If there's only one thing you take away from today, it's that what you've done until now this year has no bearing on what you can accomplish in the next six months of the year. And if you can look back at what worked for you and what didn't work for you and get really clear on that, it's going to give you so much more perspective on what will work for you and how you can plan accordingly in the next quarter, in the next six months of the year. So if you have not yet, make sure to grab my Summer Like a Boss workshop. It is literally, it's like it's $47. You can get it for $10 off with the code podcast10. So um, make sure to go to that and do that and just watch through it. Do the work. It is really fantastic. I, I think it's an amazing workshop and I divide it into the business management and the summer scheduling, right? So scheduling, knowing what you have to get done in your business and then making sure that you're your business will actually fit into your family's schedule. It is really fantastic and I highly recommend it if you're feeling overwhelmed and stuck. So you can check that out in the show notes or go to yaelbenden.com slash summer and put in the code podcast10 to get $10 off. And I am opening up a bunch of limited spots for my Q4 Mo Momentum Mastermind. It's spelled Momentum Mastermind because it is for moms. And it includes an in-person event in Florida in November, along with a mini branding photo shoot at our event. It is going to be so good. And if you join now, you get a special extended payment plan and access to the Mastermind Group chat right away. So you can start creating momentum now for Q4. So if you are interested in this, shoot me a message on Instagram with the word momentum and let's chat about how you can make the next six months your best ever. I will see you next week, friends, and have a wonderful rest of your day. I can't thank you enough for listening to Raising Your Business. I hope that this episode has inspired you to take another step towards building a business and life that you love and growing your income in a way that works for you as a mom. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to read and review and let's connect on Instagram. Screenshot and share it on Instagram stories so we can get the word out to more mom business owners just like you. Tag me at the Al Bendahan and share your biggest breakthrough from today. See you next week.